it's time for the Any Conversation Podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, we are back. This is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In The Conversation. The podcast. We are live and direct in your ear canal. No diggity, no doubt. No That's some old school ass shit to say. There it goes. <laughs> Black street ass. No diggity. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what's popping, man? How you doing, brother? Everything good, man. You know, living and surviving out here, maintaining. Out there in Wakanda uh, Studios? Out here in Wakanda Studios. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Blacker than ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How's that shit going down there in Atlanta? Well, everything's good, man. The Wakanda report okay. is, you know what I'm saying, you know, is it's cool weather, you know what I'm saying? The show is coming together nicely. The girls are out on the press run. Well, the ladies are out on the press run mm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They did the breakfast club this morning. Oh, yeah? Wendy Williams yesterday. Okay. I think Will, I think Will was on Baby on Bevy Smith's show. Okay. Today on Bevelations. That's what's up. So, so y'all like so the, getting the word out. Yeah, the word is getting out and mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know what I'm saying? It's crunch time on the production side, making sure it all comes together. Mm-hmm. So, that's, you know, man, that's that's what's cracking over here. That's cool. You know, head down. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm curious. I, I would like to see that Breakfast Club interview. I don't think I've ever really heard Jalissa speak, like, outside of hosting. You know what I mean? Right. So, it should be interesting right. to... to uh, to hear the story, you know what I mean. She pretty, she pretty live. Like you know, what I'm saying yeah. she got good energy. You know what I'm saying. Uh huh. So she understand what it is, and she comes with her energy. You know okay. what I mean. Okay. That's what's yeah. up. That's what it is. Yeah. So, so you know, they was they was doing their thing. That's what it is. Oh man, <clears throat> that's what's up. What's up? What else did you hit the old spell house? Homecoming. Man, I was about to. I I got dressed. I um I, I left out the hotel and I was headed out. But then I started thinking, you know what I'm saying? Because it was supposed to rain. Mm-hmm. So it was scheduled to rain at 4 o'clock, you mm-hmm. know. And, you know, the whole weekend, the rain kind of held off. It got cloudy looking. But it was like, today it's supposed to rain at 4 o'clock. And so I was going to shoot down on the martyr, you know what wow. I'm saying? Because... You know, I don't have a vehicle. You know what I mean? I wasn't going to Uber. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could have Ubered, but that's not what, that wasn't my plan. I was like, shit, I get on the Martyr, scoot on down, and I'll be there. And I don't have to worry about parking, homecoming parking and all that shit. True. Right? Moving Ali rapidly through Atlanta. Exactly. Okay. Uh, yeah. How about that? You know what I'm saying? That's a t-shirt. You never yeah. heard that before, yeah. the old Martyr? Moving Africans rapidly through Atlanta? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember okay. moving Africans, but I never okay. heard my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you that's, go. That was a, a nice touch. That's, that's a, a little, nice touch. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, so, then I thought about it. Logistically, if I martyred out there and it started raining, mm-hmm. I'm fucked in the game. Because it ain't no quick out. Ain't no quick Uber. What in you mean? Homecoming. How you getting Oh, out? too many people at the home because too many homecoming. Ubers? It's a home- yeah, it's a- well, it's, it's going to be traffic. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, I mean, so you, getting an Uber. You go Uber to Uber. West End or something. Yeah, but I'm saying getting back. So if I'm on campus and it start pouring down raining and shit, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. Then I'm in a situation. All right. 
All right. So it's gonna be difficult to get up out the situation. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna go have me a nice little lunch over here where I'm at. Right. Buy me a few little groceries, man, uh-huh. and and call it a motherfucking Saturday. <laughs> I can dig it. What happened at four o'clock though? It rained. It Uh-oh. rained. It did, definitely rained. Oh, it did. Know okay. It did over there, but oh, okay. It did okay. As long as it rained, because then that would have been whack if that shit was sunny all day. You did all of this, your fucking emergency evacuation plan, and yeah. the emergency didn't even happen. Nah, you know, but you know, so it's, it was just a call that I had to make because, you know, I already be like when you traveling like this on in another city, and you just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Wild renegade, you know what I'm saying, loose and free, mm-hmm. just just moving about, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. You got to think about your your entrance and your exit, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, entrance wise, you know what I'm saying, you'll get out the you'll get out the martyr, pretty much at the perimeter of the crowd or whatever. Walk over, get in the mix, right? Mm-hmm. But then on the way out, it's a little different. Because if everybody leaving out and you leaving out, mm-hmm. now, now you got a traffic Uber situation. So mm. I just had to think about it in that way. And I decided, hey, you know what? It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, I mean, it was, it, you know, it was a spellhouse homecoming anyway. So you know. Yeah, they, but it was a fan you tent that I wanted to see. But, right. you know, hey, right. hey man. I still don't understand how that happened, but that's that's interesting. Well, you know, you know, niggas show up and show out. It's just too many of us down here. I, I get to that later, but that's hilarious. I heard, yeah, I know you had a big day yesterday. Yeah, man, your man had his Jackie Robinson yesterday. Hit that forty yeah. tizzle, and um, yeah, it got older yesterday. Had a birthday. Uh, shit was cool. It was a Monday birthday, so you know it was low key for the most part. You know, uh, mm-hmm. did pretty much my routine Monday runaround, my little, uh, you know, my little uh, uh, locked in appointments. And then uh, I went uptown, got some uh, some lemon pepper crab legs, which wow. is, yeah, that's about the, the blackest thing you could do to seafood. I didn't even, I you know, I was even on the <laughs> fence. But uh, them shits was fire. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying, how 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 does the seasoning get to the meat, or is it just on top of the shell? Nah, it it, it kind of permeates. You know, you've never have you never been to any of these like the boil or the shaking crab, any of these little establishments. Yeah, you you took me to the boil. Okay, so you know, did you you got your shit plain, or you got it with the uh with some with some uh some sauce, or did you even not get crab legs? What you got, shrimp or something? No, I got crab legs. I can't remember if I had yeah. sauce or not. Yeah, it permeates. crabs with sauce. It permeates. I wish I knew that and curry chicken are the two things that I'll go out in the world and I'll buy because I haven't been able to replicate it in the way the way I get it in the, in the midst. You know what I'm saying? Right. But mm-hmm. to your point, I still don't really know exactly how they make that shit permeate, but... You taste it in the meat. You know what I mean. I mm-hmm. think they cut a little, cut little slits in the uh, in the shell. You know what I mean, and then mm-hmm. put the little butter, spice, you know, spice sauce or whatever in it. I've tried to do the shit, and it just don't. It don't. Uh, it doesn't congeal the same way. Now nah, I feel like you know it don't really penetrate. That shit. Just, you might know how to write equipment for that. You I know, might not. And I was, the crowds need some good equipment. They definitely do. I think I got decent equipment. I got a full-on pot and, you know, a few things, but I definitely tried to steal a glance 
at what they were doing at their process, but it I couldn't I couldn't get a, a good a good uh a good glimpse of the magic happening. But I'm definitely trying to figure that shit out. But uh yeah, that was good. That was good. Then I had a show. You know, I worked on the on the birthday and uh um, True. You know, that shit that was fun. I'm at, you know, uh I'm having more fun on stage, you know. Uh, okay. Trying to I'm more in the moment, you know, like I've been watching back sets and um like I'm just I'm vamping now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. uh as opposed to being just beholden to the set list. Like obviously I got a a set list, but it's uh it's not as hard and fast as it once used to be. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. you know, that's just that's just uh, a suggestion of where we could go and blah blah blah. And um, honestly, you know, my memory is because it's kind of trash a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> there's plenty of times I'm on stage. I'm like, yo, uh, what the fuck did I want to say? Uh, what was I going to tell y'all? I'll audibly say this shit. So rather than do that, I just say whatever the fuck come to mind. You know what I mean? Or if I say something silly as opposed to just uh saying some some bug out shit like just a, a weird odd off premise and uh mm-hmm. that that has some potential that could be funny I'll explore it I'll really go on a, a free a free thought tangent in that moment and just trust my funny you know what I'm saying see mm-hmm. where we end up you know and uh yeah we have we've been having some I've been having some fun with it as of late I always I always, uh, and it's something that I kind of, I kind of quietly aspired to, you know. Like mm-hmm. I remember years ago, you you cop, you gave me the uh, the Richard Pryor uh, anthology as a, oh, wow. as a gift. Good looking out, man. That was like oh, early I, on when I was like, yo, I'm trying to do comedy. Up. So I listened to all of them shits, obviously. But there, and I can't find the exact album and track. But there's mm-hmm. one joint where. Rich is on stage and he's like, he just rambling and going off and you know, the shit you know turns out funny. He was like, "Whoo, I didn't know where I was going on that shit." You know, I just, I just had to, I had to trust my funny. <laughs> to just, I just, and I was like, that shit was fire. It felt because it was just the freedom in that moment. Like I, you know, like uh, because mm-hmm. I, I, I can relate to it when you, especially if you like you so, if you. If you uh, allow yourself to be so bound to the material, that shit could feel restrictive. So sometimes right. you just gotta create some space for yourself. And when you you land that shit, you like okay, you know what I mean. Or even if you don't land it, you like hey, fuck it. It was what it was. We tried. You know, it goes back to what Chappelle said. I get paid for the attempts. You know. Right. So right. Um, yeah, man, I've been having a good time out here, man. Um, so that's that. Uh, that, hey man, that sounds like the transformation of D. Yeah, that's what, you know we, what, do. Saying? That's what we do. Like shit, like that's that's like a moment in every comics career when they transform and get comfortable, yeah. and and actually be able to land, like you say, land it how you want to land it. Right. Even right. even when you even when you straight off a of script. Yeah, just straight off of you know. Conversation at the bar. Oh, that's fun. You know what? I'm gonna just take that on stage. That type of shit. Right. Like I'm on that. Right. You know, I'm having fun with that, and it's been a good time. So with with that, you know, with that being said, mm-hmm. what you think of the Dolomite sound? Oh man, I, I enjoyed it. 
I enjoyed it. You know, you already know. I had it. I fucked with it. Uh, first of all, I was already a Rudy Ray Moore fan from mm-hmm. a kid. You know, I'm not sure right. who put me on to it. Either my homie Skeeter D or Big Daddy K. It's either one of the two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the reason I say that is because, you know, I was a big Big Daddy Kane fan, and, you know, he had a record. Big Daddy Kane versus Dolomite on his album. Right, 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 and, right, right, right. I forgot know, about that. Yeah, rapping and tapping is my game. And that beat, you know, they're right, going back right, and forth right. for shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if I heard that before. My man Skeeter D, shout out to Skeeter D and Alex. They used to have, Tone and Alex, they used to have, these was probably the first uh, so-called cinephiles that I knew as kid, like, <laughs> They had everything on tape, everything. Shit you shouldn't see, shit you wanted to see. Everything from Faces of Death to Dolomite. You know what I mean? Right. So uh, I think the first one I ever saw was Dolomite and the Human Tornado. And mm. I just remember just how wild and silly and raunchy and, you know, like left, you know, and unconventional mm-hmm. it was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It. It definitely, it felt like a party record made into a film, you know? Right. Even back See, then. See, the trip shit is I've never seen any of the movies. No? You know what I'm saying? Still? I heard, I heard the records. Okay, you know what I'm saying? okay. Like, the records was in the stash. You be flipping through your, your pop stash and be like, okay, what's this? Right. With the naked man on the front. Right. And the whole naked women. Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm saying? Then you sneak and listen to it. Then, you know, Two Live Crew lose a lot of it in their music. Right. Um, so... You know, but it was funny to watch it and the way that they actually uh, gave you the vibe of how it really felt to be in that era. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because it's like that that era was very specific. You know what I'm saying? It was very the black moments in that area were very very black, and mm-hmm. they you don't really I don't even know if you even have those types of moments no more in culture where it's just exclusively the black. Sh- Black as shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's how that that's how that movie felt. It was a throwback to that time, right? And and we were talking about it. I guess it was uh, yesterday, and um, you know the younger people they didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? They was like, it's alright. You know what I'm saying? Who were you they talking could. about it with? Were you talking about at the? It, set? it was like some, yeah. It was like in a production meeting. Okay. And the younger the younger kids they 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 didn't really understand it like it was like it was cool I, you know it was like, i don't think it was that funny and then you know what i'm saying so but i understand that because if you wasn't in that era mm-hmm. if you had didn't cross by it or close to it mm-hmm. you wouldn't understand because that's a lot of that shit don't even exist no more how that shit used to go mm-hmm. you know yeah. and the way that people move and the way that people like if you was born in the in the eighties or nineties, you know what I'm saying? Everything was life was gentrified really. You mm-hmm, know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like everything was integrated and you know what I mean? Yeah. But back back then it was a it was a, you really had the ghetto and you had the hood and you had black communities that was doing black ass shit. Right. Right. It was like the like the black cat skills. You know, right. like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, what's that? Uh, that's what, like, a lot of the, the old Jewish comics would have their little things. So, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, when you watch Dolomite, it was particularly a spot, uh, a part, and I'm curious to see if you recognize this venue, but it was, it's a lot of, like, juke joint action, right? Like, when they were yeah. in Tallahassee, 
where right. uh, my man was performing, the old head was performing and, and getting the crowd popping, you right. know, uh, that was the vibe. Like it was, uh, right. you know, the, the stage is the floor. Right. You know what I mean? You right. stand in front of the bar. Uh, there's still, there's still, it's still, uh, that still exists. This still exists I'm not saying, venue I'm not wise. I'm not, I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I'm just saying it's that's different. just largely what the world looked like to me. Right. You know what I mean? And nowadays the world don't look like that to me. Mm. That's all. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, you know, just that way of talking. Like that, like, like that old slick talk and every, you know what I'm saying, rhyming shit every time you say some shit. Mm-hmm. That's some, that's 70 shit right there. Like you, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not doing that right now. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah you're yeah. not doing that right now. Yeah, I could see that. I could see, uh, just his, uh, it was interesting just to see how he said, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'ma just be mm-hmm. dolomite. I'm, I'ma put on a whole new thing, throw a wig on, and I'm gonna commit all the way, you know what I mean? To this, 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 just bizarre ass persona. You know what I'm <laughs> I mean, saying? You basically put on a pimp suit. Yeah. And I'm in a pimp wig and went out there and talked that shit. Got him some <laughs> wino ghost writers. Hey, man. Got right to it, you know? Hey, that, the part where he was practicing his motherfucker mind, that was the funniest shit in the movie to me. Motherfucker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Gotta get the rhythm. <laughs> gotta get that rhythm. You gotta say that right. You gotta have that rhythm on it. Have that, that, that English. And, and yeah. you know what I'm saying? And you never think about that cats really do be practicing they, you know what I'm saying, they little lingo and shit. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because it looks so effortless. But yeah, they be right. in the gym with it. They be in the gym with it, getting their whole shit together, get their little turns of phrases together. Yeah, straight up in the in the mirror with it. You know what I'm saying, motherfuckers. <laughs> Which is dope. Which is dope. I like I like seeing that. I, I you know, uh, you know, while it could you know while it kind of takes away from the mystique a little bit, when you mm-hmm. get to see them little moments of the prep of the persona, see how it was built, how it was put together. You get to get a peek behind the curtain. That mm-hmm. shit is fascinating. You know, I was right. I was listening, I seen Rakim talking about, I forget his aunt's name. Uh, maybe Ruth Brown or something like that. Matt, find out what Rakim, his aunt, the performer, her name was, so we show her respect. But his aunt, I think his aunt was like a jazz singer. And he was talking about, you know, like she was acclaimed, you know, and uh, but to to him, that was his aunt, right? Right. And uh, you know, before he would stay over there and shit like that, he was like, you know, she was just, you know, my aunt, regular, you know, kicking in and shit. But then right before she had to do a show, you just see her getting into her whole shit, you know. She pull out mm-hmm. her dress, she put her dress on uh, on the ironing board, and then throw <laughs> a bunch of glitter on the dress to kind of turn the dress into like a sequin dress, like just to build mm-hmm. the the show. And right. um, and he, you know, he kind of seen that. Oh, okay, that's what goes into the performance aspect of it all. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. And, and the trip shit is, we all have the opportunity to do this. We all step out on stage every day when we step in the world. Right. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times we don't think about it. We just throw our shit on, keep it moving, and get to where we got to go. Yeah, you we just try to get through the day as opposed right. to fuck that day up. Hold on one second. Right. 
Yeah. Uh, was, <clears throat> was it Ruth Brown? Ruth Brown. There you go. Shout out to Ruth Brown. Shout out to Rakim Allah. I was just uh, reading up. reading through his book as I was loitering in Barnes and Nobles a little while ago, man. I think I was no thinking. doubt, no doubt. <clears throat> but uh, nah, that that was good shit, man. I I, I really enjoyed it. You yeah. know, it was it was it had me. It gave me like la- real laugh out loud moments. Yeah, like, and I don't think I I really did that in a long time. Like like a real <laughs> you yeah. Know what I'm saying? yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I appreciated it for that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Eddie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It took about 10 minutes before I could take Eddie Murphy out the way and let it be Rudy Ray Moore. Okay. But okay. once once, once that happened, it was like, okay, I get it. Once he put the pimp suit on, yeah. it was like, okay. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, I, right. I get it. I could dig it. <laughs> yeah, before that was just old Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Eddie playing all oh, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta say, man, Eddie Murphy's. I, if I haven't said it before, Eddie Murphy is a hell of an actor. I don't, yeah. I don't know if he get enough credit. You know, uh, he he has a, a ease where he commits to a character. He turns every character. It's Eddie Murphy, obviously. He's always almost mm-hmm. since the beginning been damn near larger than life, right? But. Mm-hmm. So there's always that duality between, oh, you see an Eddie on screen. That's, you know, if Beverly Hills Cop traded places, whatever. But he still pushes that story forward. He can still embody those characters, right? Like, I think when I seen, you know, seen him start doing the dramatic shit like Dream Girls, right? When mm-hmm. he killed that. Or, and I seen him on his press run. I don't know if he'd been kind of talking down, but he was saying... um, you know, I had to kind of do something because, you know, I had to, you know, he's trying to jump back into stand-up. He was like, I had to do something a little bit funny or whatever because my last movie, you know, Mr. Church, probably wasn't, you know, yeah. one of the, the better joints. And I remember seeing right. that shit on a flight. And I think we had this conversation about Mr. Church. It was weird to see yeah. Eddie as a fucking, you know. Yeah, step and fetch it ass. I wouldn't give him a go as far as step and fetch it. Like no, a little no, Jeffrey. No, I'd no, say a no, Jeffrey. No. I'd give a little yo, Jeffrey, a little. little Benson ass. Yeah, a little Benson ass. <laughs> you know, subservient. You know what I mean? Go get me my salt and pepper shakers type shit. But even that, he 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 brought some heart to that character, man. He commit like a motherfucker, man. I thought he was I thought he was just great in that shit. I thought uh Wesley Snipes was hilarious as the uh the director Dervil. That one scene, speaking of laugh out loud moments, that one scene when they when they ran up on him when he was at the strip club and he's chilling with the lady kicking it and shit and they trying to book him for some shit. And he was like, you wouldn't try to book a white man like this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they're just a little shit. And they were like, well, would you direct? And he was like, I'll be there. You know, that type of shit was funny. I like the, the uh, I think her name is Divine Joy. Uh, what's this woman's name? The one that played Lady Reed. Uh, Divine Joy Randolph. She was dope too. So shout out, shout out to her. I fucked with Dolomite. I, gotta, I, I definitely will rewatch it. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the tri- and the trip shit is is that you know he set up shop in the Dunbar Hotel, right? Yeah. The Dunbar Hotel is in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It it was it was the hotel that a, a black a black man built because you know the black entertainers and black people couldn't stay in the luxury hotels and Beverly Hills and none of those places. So he built a luxury hotel on on in the black neighborhood. Right. And 
when he built it, you know what I'm saying, artists started staying there. They started playing jazz in there. The restaurants popped up around it. Mm-hmm. The clubs popped up around it. And that whole strip became basically the, the strip in Los Angeles. And that strip was Central Ave. And wow. that's where the name of the show came from. Yeah, that's crazy. So, so it, was a, it was a trip to see it on the screen, the Dunbar Hotel, mm-hmm. him taking it over. Yeah, <laughs> that's fire. So it's a lot of history in that building, obviously. Yeah. Is, this, is it still... Uh... Yeah, it's still there now. Is it still it's, is it's, it is vacant or what is it? Nah, nah. It, I think it's transformed into like where old people live now. But they they renovated it and it's like landmark and shit. So, so it got the facade. It still say Dunbar Hotel. Yeah, outside. yeah, yeah. Still, yeah, still Dunbar. That's fine. I think I think that's what it is. If I'm not mistaken. A lot, but Los Angelinos, let us know if we we talking that you know we current on the Dunbar. Yeah, the Dunbar was the spot, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, every every city had those spots. That's what the Green Book was for, shit like that. Right. In in Miami, mm-hmm. it was the Hampton House. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was one of them. The Hampton House is where they could stay. Right. So, like, Muhammad Ali would stay there. All the entertainers, James Brown. And if you watch the uh, the, the Ali movie with Will Smith, mm-hmm. the, the opening scene when he met his first wife, which was, I think, with Jada in the movie. Mm-hmm was at the Hampton House, which is on the same block as my grandmother's house. So, right. But when I came along, Hampton House was, they had to turn them into apartments. And, you know what I'm saying? It was, wow. it was it was cool for when I was younger, the pool was still popping and shit. Right. But then as we got older, the pool turned green. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Shit just went down. They done tore the shit down and rebuilt it now. It's all brand new now. It's still called the Hampton House or there's something different? Yeah, yes sir, yeah. Oh, so they, all right, well there you go. Shout yeah, out. Yeah. Definitely. That's cool. <clears throat> um, what else? Oh, I saw this movie um, over the weekend called The Art of Self-Defense. Mm-hmm. And it's a good movie. It was uh, Jesse Eisenberg. I think that's his name. Jesse Eisenberg. The kid. You ever seen The, the Social Network? Yes. The cat that played, uh, I guess he played uh, Zuckerberg, I want to say. I forget what else I've seen him in, but he's a he's a he's a dope actor. I fuck with him. It's a it's a story about a cat who's kind of like a timid, meek dude. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just kind of moving through life. You know what I mean? Kind of unassuming. You know, just working back, awkward. Don't really uh, own his space in the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of. You know, they shut. They kind of illustrated a few times. So he winds up, you know, on route en route to go get some. Uh, some dog food for his little dog, mm-hmm. he he get jumped, get his ass beat. They stomped the shit out of him. He beat down, put in the hospital, all of that. So he's fucked mm. up. Um, yeah, and he, you know, so now, you know, he, he feel like he, you know, he been violated. So now the first thing, he try to go get a gun. You know what I'm saying? He just, just want to get a gun to just to, you know, to even the even score. Not even even the score, mm-hmm. but just to make sure motherfuckers ain't going to just be jumping on top of him like that. And scrape, make sure he's scrape. Make sure he's scrape, right, exactly. And uh, so there's a waiting period for him to get the gun. And uh, it's so funny because, you know, and, I, I, and I'd heard this before, but just to articulate the reason, they were like, well, we got to give you a waiting period so we know that you're not just buying the gun to settle a score. You know what I'm saying? We need mm-hmm. to, you know, we can't just give you a gun to go out there and just gain revenge. We got to make sure that <laughs> mm-hmm. you straight. There ain't no pop-ups or nothing like that. So in the meantime, he goes to, he finds himself, he happens upon like a karate studio. And mm-hmm. uh, he, he, you know, walks up in there, 
long story short, he starts taking classes and it's a whole different like culture. You know what I mean? This whole mm-hmm. karate culture, the uh the like heightened uh masculinity, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh of what goes on, the brutality of what goes on, the the mind games, the uh the fucking the training of how you should be in the world, you know what I'm saying? All of this type of uh, brainwashing and shit that goes on, and it's a it's a hell of a movie. It's a it's a hell of a movie because the shit it 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 has a good tone of some brutal serious moments, but then the the comedy is hilarious because it's like it's slick. You know what I mean? Just little like just the lines, just the little dialogue between him and the guy at the gun shop. You know what I'm saying? Like just just ridiculous shit being said, but in a in a <laughs> like in a dead serious type of delivery. It's I like that shit. I literally just kinda happened upon it. And mm-hmm. it was one of those movies that you like, oh this shit, I'm fucking with this. You know how you like, you know, sometimes I don't know how you are, but uh with all of these streaming services and all of these state, all of these, uh, you know, shows and networks and shit like that, you you overwhelmed by so many options that you could kind of your ADD mm-hmm. could kick in. You could see the first right. fifteen minutes of some shit and be like, ah, right, I'm good, I get it. You know what I mean? I was into that shit. I was like forty five minutes in. It was like another hour to go. I was like, oh, I'm locked in. This shit is all of that. <laughs> this shit was dope. And it was fucked up because I had to go do a show like as uh, right between the, the thing. So I'm like, I started it, you know, I guess kind of on some old, let me kill time before I do the show on some shit that I was just saying, like, it's probably not gonna hold my attention, but let me just see what the fuck this is about. And that shit was mm-hmm. all of that. And then I, you know, I went out, did my show, came right back, watched the end of that shit. It was dope, man. Uh, yeah, the art of self-defense, I would definitely recommend it. If you like, if you like weird, uh, uh, like just funny, like slyly funny. Like if you ever seen that movie, The Foot Fist Way with uh, Danny McBride or any of the Danny McBride type of shit, I think you will appreciate uh, the art of self-defense. Yeah. Yeah, I should. I got to check it out now. Yeah, with check that, it out. Yeah, check it out. that cosign. Yeah, let me know what you think. And let, yeah, if y'all listening, let me know what you think. I thought that shit was good, man. Uh, what's up? What else? What's up? what's going on on your side, man? What else is going on? Man, I think I'm gonna do a cleanse. Yeah, what kind of cleanse? <laughs> well, it's a um, it's a it's a it's a lady on the Instagram. I know her from Brooklyn. Okay. Um, her name is Ala. Okay. And uh, she does a that's thing it. Called, Ala, that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Ala Care. You know what I'm saying? Okay. She's uh from Chicago. Uh, East African, mm-hmm. um, but she went through this this period in life where she she uh, she was getting sick and she didn't know why. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Her hair was falling out, mm-hmm. and um, she was you know extremely fatigued, and that sent her into depression. So you know, it's a lot of shit trying to fix it, but nothing was working. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of medicine being doled out, but none of not, nothing was working. So she decided, like, fuck it. I'm not going to take this medicine no more. I'm going to just figure this shit out. And, you know, she changed her, her her eating habits and her lifestyle habits. And her whole shit got better. You know what I'm saying? Basically, it turned out she had an autoimmune 
situation. Mm. And she was able to reverse the effects of it and, you know what I'm saying, live to tell about it. And now she's helping other people, you know what I'm saying, with with, with whatever they have going on. You know what I'm saying? Like a baby doctor save, save, save you, save mm-hmm. you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. On that type of tip, herbs and shit like that, black seed oil uh, and shit. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't even know because you know what I'm saying. The the all that shit is behind the 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 wall garden. You know what I'm saying? The who? Yeah, pay the you got to pay to see that shit. Oh, okay. You know, okay. You know they, they call that the walled garden. Like when you get to a site and then there's certain content you can't see uh-huh. because you got to pay. Yeah, I never heard the walled. I paywall. I ain't yeah. never heard the walled garden. Yeah, That's slick. It's a wall. They call that a walled garden. Okay. <laughs> so, so anyway, I've um, I met with her a few times because we we're gonna do some content to kind of uh, talk about this. You know what I mean? But I decided, you know, what I'm saying I need to heal some shit going on in my body. I want to try this shit and mm-hmm. see what it's all about. So I'm gonna try that shit because this Atlanta boy, that they'll kill you with the food, man. If you I, let him, golly, it's hard not to because you, your 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 uh your DNA start to kick in. You're like, nigga, that's fried chicken right there, man. It's fried <laughs> chicken everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Grocery store, corner store, any store. You're just susceptible. You're like, yeah, yeah, everywhere, and it should be good everywhere. Yeah, yeah. be good. Fried chicken, biscuits. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Grits and shrimp everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Butter. It's oh. just, man. All of that. My, my body was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we ended up going, uh, this was my last straw. It was Saturday night. Late, you know what I'm saying? We coming in. My homie like, shit, let's go get some lemon pepper. Wings. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So we rolled uh-huh. the J.I. Crickets, which is in the infamous mm-hmm. IHOP building on North Avenue, which that's a whole another story. The infamous IHOP building. Yeah, nigga, yeah. that shit was the late night trap. The after party. <laughs> the after, the after of yeah. the after party. Yeah, stripper haven, drug dealer. Mm-hmm. You come in there try to get a meal. It's gonna be three fights. Right. I mean, it's you know what I mean. Yeah, infamous. So now it's the Jr. Crickets. So we in Jr. Crickets. Same shit. energy or what? Oh yeah, it's the same energy, nigga. Okay. Music playing live, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's a mixed crowd because you got you got a couple, you know what I'm saying? You got a couple of white people in there, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? You know, college-looking kids, the streets, right. old heads, right. everybody. Uh-huh. And I know I wasn't supposed to be eating no goddamn lemon peppers at no 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. But, you know, yeah. it's for the culture. They serving you know them. Was it lemon pepper yeah. wet or dry? Well, I, I I didn't order the wet. I ordered the dry. Okay. And so we go in, you know what I'm saying, and we order. And my homeboy, you know, I mean, 25 minutes into the shit, uh-huh. my homeboy started laughing at me. Right. I'm like, man, what, what, what's going on? He's like, man, you your New York ass. Because <laughs> he said I was looking impatient. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Cause God damn it, it's about to be thirty fucking minutes, man. Shit, y'all, all y'all do is make wings, man. Right. Why the fuck these wings got to take so goddamn long? Right. You know what I'm saying? So now I done walked up to the front. You know what I'm saying? I'm staring her in the face. She can't do nothing for me. Right. She ain't got no control of what's happening in nah. the back. But but I'ma lean in it because you know because shit. You done you got know? up. Yeah. 
out of sight, out of mind. Shit, keep me top of mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I fuck around and um, get my order. We walk out, we leave and shit. Mm-hmm. Get to the car. They gave me regular ass buffalo wings. Uh, ah, which are not so bad. Now, Shout out to Jr. Crickets. Those are not bad either. But keep going. But that's but not I, what that you wanted. What I, that ain't what, that I ain't I what you wanted. Yeah, I get it. So I had to go back. So you got another into the trap. Thirty minutes now. Now the security nigga at the door with the bulletproof vest and the goddamn big gun mm-hmm. is like, nah, we close. Mm. Brother, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, wait, 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 man. I'm just, I just, they just gave me the wrong order. I'm just trying to replace it. Uh-huh. So he gave me a pass, but it was aggressive. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I go, I go back in. I let him know the lady. She, you know, what I'm saying she know ain't nothing she could do. The shit about the clothes. So the, fr- so the she, grease is done. It's over. I don't know. I think they still trying to clear the line out. So she was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna just give you these lemon peppers that's right here. Uh-huh. So somebody gonna catch an L on their order because she about to get it. Right. So, so she's like, keep those mm-hmm. and here's these. Yeah. So now I got 20 motherfucking wings. Of course. You got a fucking platter. I got a platter. Uh-huh. What the fuck am I doing with a platter except kill myself? It's about 3 a.m. <laughs> at this point. Yeah. 3 a.m. I got a platter of wings. Mm-hmm. I got five shrimp. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Two orders of fries. Damn. Nigga, this is fucking heart attack central. Nigga. Yeah. And I had a re- I had to I had to check myself, dog. I walked into the hotel, the dude at the front desk was like, Oh shit, well uh-huh. you didn't bring none for the team. I was like, actually, you know what? I gave him the the regulars, cause I ain't want <laughs> 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 I'm like, you know what? I do actually. There you go. Take some of this, take some of this heart attack off of there me. There you go, shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then I got, you know what I'm saying? I, I got two wings into my lemon pepper. Like, man, I'm killing myself, dog. I can't do this. Man. Yeah. Do yeah, it. man. I can't do it, dog. Yeah. And then I started looking for a better way, dog. <laughs> I hear you. So, so I ordered me a meal plan, a meal prep from sauce. Allah. No, nah, no. Nah. Well, okay. I, I just joined the Allah. I don't know what that. That's. I probably had to throw away my meal prep fucking with Allah because I don't know what the meal gonna <laughs> yeah, be. Yeah, that shit is sanctioned. Yeah, I could dig exactly. It. But I ordered the meal prep that uh-huh. you know, what I'm saying they could send me my lunch and my dinner, so I ain't gotta be thinking in these Atlanta streets and right. be susceptible to my fried chicken DNA, right? Black man kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna be on, man. Because boy, I don't wanna. Stroke out in the eight, fucking round. Nah, nigga, that ain't that is not the move. That is no sir. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, man. You gotta be hard, smart around these parts. Yeah, man, you don't wanna be yeeking unattended or un. Oh lord, <laughs> I don't know. Uh yeah, that's the. I feel you. I know the moments. I've had, I had plenty of these conversations at a table with. All of that dumb shit there, like yo, this shit is ridiculous. This is ridiculous, and I feel you on that. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to do that shit myself. I've been, um, I mean, it's it's very, very, this is brand new actually. Uh, I think it was it was based off of the birthday, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just the fact that you get to 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 live this long, but there are things that need to be, uh, you know, dealt with, and and, and you know, in moderation. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. to your point, 
Yeah, just what the other, what's, what's the other, what some of the alternatives are. You know what I'm saying? My thing right. is, I just hope I can develop a palette for these these alternatives that are better, you know, than my palette for the bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, to you, like how you went and looked at Allah, I'm mm-hmm. about to, I was looking, I'm trying to look up some, uh, just some salad recipes. You know, I look up all types of other, re- <laughs> like, cause it's like every time I go to the store, you know, like a sweet green or one of these little highfalutin mm-hmm. salad spots, they hit you mm-hmm. with a nice little fancy couture salad and shit. And mm-hmm. uh, when I try to make a salad at the house, that shit just, it just looked like a, like I'm just foraging. You know what I'm saying? Right. I don't really have the same <laughs> aesthetic beauty. Right. But I gotta, I gotta get my salad game up. I'm trying to mm-hmm. stay away from, you know, the sugar shit, uh, fucking with nothing, trying to fuck with nothing but water, you know, little right, shit, yeah. little things See, I be here and there. Fucking with the alkaline water though, I yeah, got that together. Yeah, I'm nah, still with the Brita. On the on on the motherfucking salad shit, I feel you, cause cause I ain't can't never make my salad look like that. And then the hardest part about the salad is, you go to the grocery store mm-hmm. and you got the dressing right. Mm-hmm. You got all these options. You in a motherfucking Publix, Whole Food, wherever. You got all these options of salad dressings. And I don't know how none of them shits taste. So I don't know which one of them shits to buy. Mm-hmm. So what a, what a nigga do? What you go to? He going to get that ranch and that motherfucking yeah. Italian right. and keep it moving. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Italian when I'm feeling fancy. Uh-huh. From a balsamic vinegar and oil uh-huh. scenario, uh-huh. and ranch when I'm feeling regular. Okay, okay, <laughs> but because that's what I know. And that's trust. your go-to. That's your chocolate and vanilla. Other, I, don't, I don't know these other like other what fucking dressings. And what? these dressings cost six dollars, seven dollars. It's like shit. Yeah. I need to know you before. Do you got a sampling, a, ta- a taste test around this bitch? Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> no, I hear you. <laughs> I so I need suggestions on great salad dressings. You know what's pretty good? A little uh, hack I learned is just take some, uh, take some actual regular olive oil and mm-hmm. some apple cider vinegar. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? A few drops of olive oil, a few drops of apple cider vinegar, mm-hmm. and maybe like some some Goya salad uh, seasoning. It's like a little, mm-hmm. it's like a like a salt type of thing. And you mm-hmm. toss that, that shit is fire. And I think it's actually, actually, my wife put me on to that. She do that type okay. of shit. Not Goya seasoning, but uh-huh. different kind of seasoning. Yeah, and then, she she do that type of shit. But you know, again, you be looking for when you when you when you say, you know what, this week I'm gonna be on my healthy shit. Right. And you go get you the motherfucking greens. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get you some avocado. Right. You know what I mean? Get you some cranberries and nuts to throw on top of that bitch. Nah, that's not me. Go ahead, keep and going. Then, and then don't even know what the fuck the Pope, what kind of dressing to put well, on. Well, you gotta know the ranch is fucking the whole shit up. The ranch come out thick than a mother. That shit is buttermilk ranch, typically. You know, you had that shit with JR Crickets. The ranch listen, is not. Nigga, listen, listen, nigga, I already know this. I'm okay. trying to say that. I'm not trying to say I'm doing nothing special. With my ranch on my balsamic vinegar, uh-huh. I'm just saying I don't know what else to do. Uh, 
That's all. All right. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't chastise you, but I'm just saying. I, I think it's apparent. Like, like you the salad expert. Like, I told you. I opened it up with my humble knowledge of salad. I have none. I need. <laughs> I need more. But uh, you know, I, yeah, that 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 ranch. I feel you. I definitely know. You know when you're pouring it on there, cause that shit be thick than a motherfucker. Your salad started to look like Big Mac sauce. But, I like ranch though, because that was the first salad dressing that I ever liked. First salad I ever ate that I liked had ranch on it and 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 boiled eggs. Okay. So for so forevermore, ranch boiled egg salad is gonna be good to me, cause it's. It was the first time vegetables was like, mm, this mm, is good. Right. But I know it's not healthy. Right. I know it's fucked up. So that's what I'm trying to change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you got to leave that shit in the past. Yeah, you definitely got to leave it in the past. That's the hard part because that's part of it. It's like, like you say, you got them little moments where you're like, damn, man, I remember. You know what I mean? Yeah, I remember the how DNA, that. DNA started kicking in. Yeah, yeah. Next thing you know, you're cooking like a slave. Yeah, exactly. Like, but. So, you know, shout out to, to Alamar, you know what I'm saying? Y'all go to Ala Care, you know what I'm saying? And check her shit out. She she doing some dope stuff in the world. Shit, you got to get yourself a promo code if you're going to be. Hey, it. man, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to do it for the culture. All right. You, you know go. what I'm saying? You see people do good shit, man, just shout that shit out, man. Hopefully one day a motherfucker... Shout my shit out, shout our shit out. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Just on the humble. This nigga shouting out in the conversation just on the humble. There you go. Shout out you know to what y'all. Saying? Shout you know out man? to y'all. You know, I appreciate it. For sure. Much For appreciate sure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, that's how this shit go out here. Yeah. I heard you talk about, we said Publix and Kroger. Yeah. Speaking of uh, grocery stores, uh, this new grocery store, Wegmans just mm-hmm. opened up in Brooklyn. It's been like, there's a lot of buzz about this grocery store. Well, what's up with this? Is this a standalone? Or is I guess, a well, it's the what first, is it's, it's a chain, but it's typically way upstate. And a friend mm-hmm. of mine who uh, discovered it in college and told me all about mm-hmm. it. So one time I was on the road, at, you know, how, particularly how like Publix and Pathmark were known for their fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Wegmans is definitely known for like their deli, their deli counter, like their little their heroes and shit like that are fire from what I understood. Mm-hmm. So one day while I was up up that way, I happened upon a Wegmans and I was I was excited. I'm like, let me see what the hype is all about. And sure mm-hmm. enough, that shit was fantastic. You know what I mean? That shit was that shit was good. So I can understand. So what you have? I had a I had some type of uh say I might have had a I might have had like an Italian hero or maybe just the ham and cheese. You know, I still fuck with the pork. But, uh, you know, it was one of them type of things. Well, I might even had a turkey and cheese. I know and it had, it was like, you know what it is? It's like a upscale and maybe not even in price point, but just in materials. It's it's like a upscale, like what Subway used to be. Remember when you first started going to Subway and they had all different types of bread and they had the meat, yeah. you know what I mean? Before they yeah. before they started looking like they was just dealing cards. You know nah, what I mean? Subway wasn't it for me. All right, well, fair enough. But look, it's better than Subway. <laughs> Way better than Subway. Right. No doubt, no doubt. Because I only say that because when we moved into this neighborhood, see, this is how, like, how gentrification go, but this was reverse gentrification. This was white flight era. We moved into the neighborhood, it was white, right? And they had all these mom and pop shops, and one of them was a sub shop. And them motherfuckers made a sandwich so cold, uh, 
Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, it was the best sub sandwich ever. Mm -hmm. And but then you know when the white people left, the white businesses left. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So they left. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, Subway comes in mm -hmm. and it's like, man, this shit ain't the same, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bland. Ah, it's crazy. It's a little bland. Nah, Wegman shit is, is fire. It's definitely worth checking out. I'm, I think I'm going to have to pull up Where did on. that? Where is it? I think it's in uh, Williamsburg. Oh. Yeah, I think it's in Williamsburg. You know. Boom, 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 boom. Hey, man. It's accessible. <laughs> Successful. They got you know. They got to start somewhere. So okay. uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's out there. So I'm gonna check it out. See, see if they uh, if it holds true. You know. Mm -hmm. Uh, what the fuck else that one? Did what you, you doing for Halloween? I ain't oh, doing gosh. nothing. I don't know. I don't. I'm not a big Halloween. I fuck with Halloween, yeah. but not all the way. Okay. You know. I think we talked about that shit. Halloween could. You know. I might be in. I might be doing a show actually somewhere. But. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't have any idea. I'm not doing any dressing up. You doing anything like that? Nah, B. I'm about to go to a, a Halloween bar crawl okay. at some point. Okay. After I finish my work. Uh huh. But you're supposed to have a costume. I ain't doing that. Speaking of Halloween, there's a, not speaking of, but related to Halloween, you know, you saw the Joker, right? And, yes. Um, you know, there's these the steps that he comes dancing down. You know, right, those particular right, steps in the, are in the Bronx, right? So uh, a lot mm -hmm. of people been going there to the Bronx and uh, you know trying to you know recreate the little scene from the Joker. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people that's not from the Bronx, a lot right. of, You know, uh, tourists. You know what I'm saying? Coming out there and these steps. Uh, I guess they in the hood and you know. Motherfuckers is not really feeling all of this little tourism, especially nobody really trying to spend no money in the community, right? right. So there's a video that uh, Roy Wood Jr. tweeted of uh, this cat, and I love the beginning of the shit, the video, the first shit he say with the video come will be like, I'm about to fuck the vibes up. <laughs> which, is, which is such a mission statement. I'm about right. to fuck the vibes up. So he go into the, this is why it relates to Halloween. He goes to the grocery store, go ahead and get him a dozen eggs. And he like, y'all wanna be the Joker? Motherfucker, I'm the Joker. Just start throwing <laughs> eggs at these motherfuckers. <laughs> he running away and shit. Oh, it's fucked up, but it was hilarious. I was like, damn, man. That shit people, is... People play too much thinking this Instagram yeah. shit is... You know what I'm saying? You walk into somebody's community and try to Instagram yeah. it up. About to put this yolk filter all over your... That your is gear. Halloween now. That's yeah. Halloween in yeah. the hood, yeah. man. Halloween, <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers will start buying their eggs last week. Let them yeah, shit sit. Yeah, just let them, let them marinate. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah. That should be fun. Uh, I'll tell you some other hmm. shit that reminded me. Oh, speaking of some other... Other uh, funny shit that I got a kick out of that was unfortunate for someone else was uh, seeing Donald Trump get booed at the World Series. <laughs> Man, they let him have it. That shit, he tried to smile through it like it wasn't. And it was that moment where he was like, oh shit, we getting booed. He looked over at Melania and was like, oh shit, let's smile through this shit. But they giving it to him. Boo, lock him up. They was killing him. Oh man, that shit was so funny. I saw these old, I saw these this old couple talking about it when I was in the Barnes and Nobles the other. I mean, just recently <laughs> loitering. Mm -hmm. the old people was like, this old lady, she had to be about ninety, 
And she was talking to a homie who probably was like at least a good 87. And he mm -hmm. was like, you know, I, I felt bad because I felt so much glee, you know, watching him get booed like that. I felt bad because, <laughs> you know, it was unfortunate. But uh, the, the other guy was like, well, I, you know, I skipped right past that feeling. I just felt great. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I was like, damn, even the seniors is talking. Hey man, you know you be out here talking reckless, you get mm, it back. But he ain't, you know, Donald Trump ain't studying that shit. I saw, I saw a little piece though with Melania's reaction, mm -hmm. where it went like, you know, they was annotating the shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they was like decoding Melania's reaction and mm -hmm. shit. So she went from smiling like it's all good to like, oh shit, they booing us. Right. <laughs> and it's like, you know, what I'm saying shit. Nah, nah, it might be all right. No, nah, they booing us. Yeah. And then the look she gave him at the end and the way they annotated the shit was dope because they was like, uh, she gave him this look that like, you know what I'm saying? It was like a sneaky kind of look, even though it might not have been sneaky in real life, but it looked sneaky. And the way they annotated it made it look sneaky even more. Mm -hmm. It was like, because in 2020, I'm snitching on your ass. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> uh, that's crazy. Dropping dime on you, mm. you know what I mean? Old Trump, old Trump, man. Speaking of Trump, <laughs> did you hear the new uh, Jesus is King album? Yep. What you think? I just see actually, uh, Donald Trump Jr. tweeted it, which was crazy. Yep. I uh, mean, that's their boy. You know I mean, yeah, I guess so. De, de facto MAGA boy. Um, I only had that long pause because that's the type of shit he doing his interview. I was watching him. Yo, he does do that shit. I was uh, I was watching the Zane Lowe shit. I, first of all, I right. didn't realize that shit is two hours long. That's ridiculous. Right. Um, so I'm watching the Zane Lowe shit. Hey, his interview was two hours, but his movie was 35 minutes. Right. So they got a two hour long interview with uh, Zane Lowe. So it's two hours. So I was like, all right, let me just put that shit on on YouTube. Listen to the audio while I, I surf the net and do whatever else I got to do. Right. But he would take the longest pauses and have to make me jump back into the tab thinking my YouTube like stole. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, but like this, you on buffer. Yo, your man, his he he's thinking. You would think he was thinking before he spoke. But uh we take a I long he, I think I think he do that shit as a you know what I'm saying? As a thing. That's one of his that's his that's his tool or tool that he used mm -hmm. to control the environment. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then y'all might think he crazy, you know what I'm saying? The interviewer's getting uncomfortable. He do that shit, you know what I'm saying, for effect, mm. I believe. You know what I, I'm saying? I Nobody got to believe. I could see Nobody that. Nobody got to believe like me. Just like I did it when you said, when you brought up the album, and I had that long pause. Right. I right. did it for the effect. Look at that. You know what I'm saying? So, that. I heard the shit. Mm -hmm. it's, it's cool. It's regular. It's all right. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's regular as fuck. He ain't saying hey, shit on there. Nah. He ain't saying shit. I mean, it's like, okay, the, the musically, it's cool. Some of the music is dope. The voices, they got great choirs. Good, you know, it's a, it's a vintage-ass Kenny G solo on that bitch. But when I, you know what I mean? But whoever fucked with a, a Kenny G solo? Let's not Nobody, disrespect nigga. Kenny G, dog. I think Kenny G <laughs> is one of them people that is, uh, I can't think of the, the equivalent but he is so omnipresent that after a while, you gotta kind of respect the game. 
You know what I mean? Like he, he is. No, I'm, I'm not gonna shit on the man. I think, uh, I think if you, you ain't got to, I ain't shitting on him, but he ain't no motherfucking Donald Bird, none of these other motherfuckers, man. But go ahead. Man, shout out to Donald Bird and everything else, but if we gonna keep it funky, Donald Bird might be way better than Kenny G. But as far as features, you know what I mean, a name or whatever the fuck, I hate to say it. <laughs> I hate to say features. <laughs> yeah, nigga, it's Kenny G. Just like it was a stunt feature, just like the clips. You know what I mean? The clips are together. You got Malice on the mic. Them niggas do eight bars. You know what I'm saying? But it was like, oh shit, this nigga got Kenny G. It's one of those things like, oh wow. Kenny G, you know what I mean? Okay, this motherfucker, this is interesting. He do his Kenny G thing, which is very signature to him. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> very like, Kenny G. It's a, you know, it's one of those smooth ass, but you know, he be, he be getting to it. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, uh, but, uh, Overall, he not talking about shit. He sounds mad defensive. He like that's why the the, the the sneakers cost this much, and you know, man. I want to know. I want to know what Jesus think about the album because I think even Jesus would be like, my son, this shit is. Well, it's interesting, man, because what he's doing, he's drumming up a lot of attention. He's making his movement crack. You know what I'm saying? He's being provocative. You can't take your eyes off the shit. Even if you ain't want to listen, you're going to press the damn stream button at least once. You know what I'm saying? He He's he's masterful in his marketing. marketing. So, you know what I'm saying? When it comes to releasing a project of any type, shit. Niggas pay a whole lot of money to get the type of attention this nigga getting for this album that is lukewarm at best. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he gonna go on a tour that's gonna fucking sell out all over the world. Because mm-hmm. motherfuckers wanna see this shit. And in that, he did his motherfucking job, man. No matter how I feel about his record or his politics or any other shit he do. You know what I'm saying? Now he's the, he's the I don't know if I say the king, but he is definitely one of the best. At, uh, Either Chris Jenner hip hop. Mm. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He know how to he know how to keep you compelled. He always he he'll do some bullshit. But I think what's been in my mind, not gonna speak for myself, but I'm you know, when I talk to other people, what I'm starting to see, I know for me my patience is wearing thin because the music used to be the saving grace. He used to do all this bullshit, wild out, you know what I mean, provocateur, all of that dumb shit, say some old loaded mm. statements. He'd be like, I don't know, I'm Kanye on some bullshit. And then he put out an album, and you like, okay, I fuck with you. Okay, I see where you at. I feel like it's okay. been a while since that's happened. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think this shit was enough to kind of make people be like, I okay. I I I I'll give you. I I'll shoot you some. You know what I mean. I, I you know what I mean. I let that go. I let it slide. I get over it. Nah, I don't think that's. I haven't. I don't think I felt that way about a Kanye in a long time. Maybe my dark twisted life or my dark twisted fantasy. You know what I mean. It was probably the last complete album where I was like, you know what I mean. Pablo was cool, but it was a little all over the place. 
Pablo was supposed to be a gospel album too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he says it still is, or you know, um, you know, whatever. Yay was that shit was regular. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't you know. He was. It just didn't match the the firestorm that he was doing culturally. You know what I'm saying? Like right. where mm -hmm. it was like, oh, he's bugging. But then the album come out and that shit is fire. You're like, all right, fair enough. This. Has it been like that for a minute? And I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see if he could bounce back. You know what I mean? I already listened I mean, to it he, one time, the stream, and I'll probably listen to it maybe once or twice more, just exactly. to make sure that shit is regular as I think it is. But uh, exactly. But at the same time, it's number one. You know what I'm saying? Jesus is is in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Jesus is number one with a bullet right now. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He gonna be able to say shit. I made Jesus number one. Yeah. And who else? Did, who else did that on the albums? Aretha. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, come on. I don't. You know. You can't go against Jesus. Nah, you can't. Real well, you could. He know that. He know that. <laughs> he know the blacks ain't gonna go against Jesus. Yeah, I feel so like. So no matter how much fucking up he did. He like shit. If I go to the church, boy, I'm good. I don't know. I don't all the way agree with that shit. I think honestly, I don't all the way participate in this shit. But mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of black people that don't rock with Jesus like you traditionally think they do. You know what I mean? Like you know how you see like white like black Republicans and shit like that. Mm -hmm. I see. Mm -hmm. I know quite a few black atheists. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. And um, and it's not it's not as turnkey. As you know, back in the day, like you said, people don't question Jesus or whatever. You throw up, you know, I heard, uh, I was watching Everyday Struggle and they were saying, I think Wayno was saying that, uh, you know, he uses Jesus as a bulletproof vest. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? I don't know if it is as devoid of scrutiny as it might have been 25 years ago where people are like, okay, he making a gospel album. You got to just, you know what I mean, respect the sanctity of his relationship with the Lord. You know what I mean? Let right. that man, he on his path. I think people well, are like, I hear all of that, and no, no shots at Jesus, and no disrespect, but that album is still trash. No doubt it's trash, but you know what I'm saying. And I'm not saying that people won't scrutinize because of Jesus, but it's just hard to just lay into it and go all the way against the message that he's trying to put out, even though you know it could be some bullshit. Yeah, I think it's more like if you are somebody that is. Uh, you know, Christian pro G, you know what I mean, like very religious or whatever, you know what I mean. Obviously, I'm pro Jesus. I'm not the most going to church cat, but uh, part of me is like, why are you pulling Jesus into the? You know what I mean? Jesus can't save you now. You know, it's kind of like it's it's typical. You know what I mean? Like we, it, this shit is almost cliche. You know what I mean? It's coming off because even if it's cliche, it must be cliche because sometimes the shit work. Or more times than not, it works. So, uh, part of me is I'm. I, it just it feels fishy. It feels fishy to be it. I hate to. I don't even like to uh, scrutinize nobody's relationship with God. So I'm not gonna do that. But mm -hmm. you know, I got. I, I guess I am because I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm kinda like yo man. You under. You know what I mean? Like I see. I see this shit look a little. Look a little too transparent. I was watching, uh, you know, 
episode one of the Zane Lowe interview, you know, because the shit mm-hmm. is like a mini series, and he he still, or was it the big boy interview? He still backsliding in the moment. He like, my bad, I'm down on the uh, Christian scoreboard because I just said nigga. Oh, my bad, I just said bitches. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, he's like, his 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 Jesus, it seems like it's how I was when I was vegan. You know what I mean? It's like, you do it too. <laughs> you know, you come across some chicken wings. And you say, look, Jesus might not be looking. Let me go ahead and eat this little 10 piece of lemon peppers and I'll get back on that salad tomorrow. No doubt. But uh yeah, man, shout out to to uh to Jesus and Kanye. Uh I just I wish the bars, I wish he was saying just a little bit more. You know. Yeah. But uh you know, you know a lot going on in life, man. You got how many babies you got over there? I don't even know. About four babies. Maybe. Married, got you know, little, you know what I'm saying? He got health problems. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He got Trump. He really leaning into that Trump shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Not even with with just I'm it's him saying Trump. Just the whole aesthetic of of touching on that that conservative base, like that whole Zane Low interview done on the ranch in the rancher's clothes. Oh, I ain't even get to the ranch part. I ain't get there yet. I'm still in the studio. Uh, yeah, but the, but he's in Wyoming, right? Oh, I thought you meant like they walk the ranch, like how they did they the do, Charlemagne they do. shit. They, they walk out there, they go in the garage. Yeah, I ain't get to that part. Yeah. And shit, and he got on the, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, look at this nigga stunned with the tractor. I bet the, I bet the country boy was like, oh shit, boy, he got that John Deere back there, boy. That's that X fifty two fifty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just like niggas see a wraith. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd have to ask one of them. I don't know if they John. I don't. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. No, I'm just saying the aesthetic of having the, the tractors back there mm-hmm. and, and the the type of clothes he wearing. Mm-hmm. It was all you know, country ranch. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like he had, he had the ranch. You know what I mean? Which he was. Mm-hmm. But Got you it. know what I'm saying? With me, I think every all the shit he does is deliberate. So, you know what I'm saying? The aesthetic is definitely deliberate in that I'm going to do this shit where those people can see me when I don't even have to say the words. He got they a, already know what it is. You got a red state mood board? Exactly. Mm. Just like 2 Chainz had a nigga mood board. Mm. Hmm. Yeah, it's intentional. All right, well, we'll see what happens. We'll see if they embrace that man, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Any fucking way. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I, you know, it's just, it's just kind of, yeah, it's kind of disappointing. You know what I mean? It's kind of disappointing, but it is what it is. It's life. There's more music out there, so you know, it's it's worth shit going on. If he come back around, he come back around. But if not, man, there's a lot of other shit that came out. You know. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I ain't tripping on him. I've been left him alone. So. Yeah. Yeah, man. I still, I still was, uh, you know, still holding out hope. You know what I mean? I was still kind of, you know, you know. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. If you said y'all put out another album, I'd be like, I'm gonna listen to that shit too. And I think he is putting out another album, but it's about another gospel album. I don't know if mm-hmm. I could do a whole nother gospel album, especially, you know, you know. 
I love Jesus. I just don't really fuck with gospel music like that. Not all of it. Nah, actually, I let think, me let me be let me fall back on that. Actually, it is some good gospel music when it's, you know, what I mean, I need a good uh, a good curator. You know what I'm saying? Like the, when I, you know, there's great shit. I just I'm not that uh, I'm not that informed with. You know, I know some of the names, some of the big names or whatever like that, but I'm mm -hmm. not I'm not digging in the gospel crates. But I do know mm -hmm. people that do, and they put me on the shit. So there's definitely a lot of good music there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I don't wanna I don't wanna say I don't like gospel music, gospel albums or whatever. But uh, I don't think I like Kanye gospel albums. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, what I'm saying it wasn't Snoop Dogg had to had a better gospel album than Kanye. Right. So yeah, you know, what I'm saying his shit was official. You know what I mean? Official yeah. gospel. I never but, got you. Know what I'm saying? I I um. I've actually, I, I did vocal production on 13 gospel tracks mm -hmm. that went into the movie, The Gospel, right? which I was the music supervisor. Mm -hmm. so, um, so on the gospel movie, you know, we had to do these songs that went in the movie. And Kirk Franklin did all the tracks. And then for whatever reason, you know, he uh he didn't do the vocal production on it. So the song still had to be finished, which fell in my department and we had to work it out. And you know what I'm saying? You could feel the power in it, like when you putting those types of songs together, you there's definitely a power in them shits. You know what I'm saying? That that surpasses what your beliefs are. I'm a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Producer on some gospel. But the music and the feel, the way that it's ingrained in us already surpasses that. So I could see how, you know what I'm saying? You know, people could could overlook what the motherfucker believe in, whether it's a promotional vehicle or not. You know what I'm saying? And be like, you know what? I fucks with that because it makes me feel a certain way. I understand that part. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, gospel and, and religion is, Christianity in particular, is all about, you know, redemption and, and, you know, starting over and getting another shot at it and, you know what I mean, making things right. And then, you know, you right. add the musicality on that, it's only going, you know, it's, it's positive vibes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Only. Like, <laughs> you know? <coughs> Speaking right. of which, I think, uh, even though I don't listen to it, I haven't going back to it. Uh, I think Chance the Rapper makes pretty good gospel rap. And he throw a little, like, he peppers a little nigga in his, you know what I mean? A little, uh, little profanity in his gospel rap, which I don't know if that's going to pass well, the board. But well, I guess it's the well, fact that he could, he's rapping a little bit. Like, right. I feel like Kanye, in my mind, kind of let his foot off the gas pedal lyrically around the Watch the Throne album. That's when I started hearing him do shit where he wouldn't rap over, he'd be like, where he could have, he was doing reference shit where he should have put bars. He The beat be so crazy, the momentum is so crazy, and the next four bars is, and you like, all right, nigga, what was that supposed to be? But you let it pass, now it's a lot of bullshit. But uh, go ahead. I mean, I, I I have the slight inkling of belief 
that him watching Chance blow up with the gospel shit mm-hmm. kind of put a fire in him saying, hey, man, shit, I started that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If that's the wave, shit, mm-hmm. I could do that wave all the way because I already know what to do. I had a plan back then when I made Jesus walk how to do this shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, you know, sometimes I look at his marketing and be like, man, maybe he just riding a wave that, you know what I'm saying, he seen was acceptable. That shit was acceptable now to do it. Mm. But, but you know, that's just me. Yeah. I'm not going to take away from his redemption mm-hmm. or his deliverance. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Maybe. Sometimes it look fishy. Yeah. Look funny in the light, as ghosts would say. Uh, is that ghost? I don't know. I might have fucked that up. Uh, shit. Why don't you tell the people where you're going to be? Hey, man. I'm going to be down in the A. Mm-hmm. Doing the goddamn thing. Central Ave premieres on Monday, November okay. 4th. You know what I'm saying? Check that shit out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, until then, you catch me on the gram at Mr. Muhammad, on Twitter at Mr. Muhammad. And that's that. There you go. I'll be at uh, Eastville Comedy Club this Friday and Saturday, 8 and 10 show, 8 o'clock and the 10 o'clock show. Come through and uh, D-Lemon Comedy all over the net. And uh, until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes, sir. We're going. to be in the conversation, conversation.